0: You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your noon new news for Thursday, January 12th, 2023. A Georgia woman faces felony charges in Carroll County District Court for allegedly pepper spraying two Carroll police officers during a routine traffic stop. According to law enforcement, officers initiated the stop on a 2003 Chevy Malibu, operated by 36-year-old Nakisha Naomi White of Jessup, Georgia, near the intersection of E Street and U.S. Highway 30 at approximately 4.45 p.m. Tuesday. Authorities attempted to take White into custody for driving without a valid driver's license, but she resisted arrest by spraying both officers with pepper spray and biting one of them on the hand hard enough to require medical attention. White was transported to the Carroll County Jail and booked on two counts of a assault on a peace officer with intent to injure and interference with official acts using a dangerous weapon, those Class D felonies. As of this morning, White remains in custody awaiting a preliminary hearing scheduled for January 19th. The charges carry a combined maximum penalty of up to 15 years in prison and $22,500 in fines. At Monday's meeting, the Carroll City Council directed the Public Works Department to initiate a study on effluent copper levels from the community's wastewater treatment facility. According to Public Works Director Randy Kroll, staff recently completed collecting data to develop a copper biotic ligand model, or BLM, which the Iowa Department of Natural Resources uses to calculate site-specific copper discharge limits. Crawl says the plant currently releases too much copper in its effluent but is close to meeting regulations.
1: The limits that we're facing in 2023, 30-day average concentration of 0.01687, now with the BLM and our current discharge location, it's 0.04. So they have increased significantly across the board. But the highest discharge of copper for 30-day average in the last six years has been 0.055. So those BLM results don't completely clear the plant to conform with that effluent limit.
0: The city cannot continue discharging copper at this rate without taking some corrective action. Carl says two options are available.
1: The first would be to accept those BLM limits that the DNR has provided and they would prepare a permit amendment to incorporate those into the operating permit for the plant. That amendment would include a compliance schedule to comply with those limits. He notes that compliance could
0: be a costly proposition requiring new treatment procedures, Krall says there is an
1: alternative. Second option is uh, ask the DNR to prepare an amendment to allow the city time to complete uh, dissolved metals translator study. Now the translator study is a, a really detailed protocol of sampling and testing the receiving stream to determine the amount of the copper discharge that's dissolved in the stream water. The dissolved portion of the copper is the toxic portion to the aquatic life. And that dissolved portion is a portion of the total copper that's discharged from the plant.
0: The study could show the facility can meet existing regulations if enough effluent copper is not dissolved in the wastewater. A translator study typically takes up to a year to complete and requires at least 10 months of samples plus wait times for laboratory results at a minimum. Mayor Mark Beardmore indicated he and the council favored conducting the translator study in the hopes a substantial capital project could be avoided.
1: I'm not much for kicking the can down the road, but coming into tonight's meeting, that was certainly going to be my comment. But I think kicking the can down the road is certainly going to be
0: beneficial for all. The council directed Crawl to begin the process of requesting the necessary amendment from the DNR to begin the dissolved metals translator study. Further action on this issue will occur when the study results are finalized. And fuel prices were down across the board last week, according to AAA Iowa and the Iowa Department of Agriculture. As of Wednesday, January 11th, the cost of regular unleaded gasoline averaged $3.15 per gallon, a $0.03 drop from last week and $0.10 lower than one year ago. The national average on Wednesday was down $0.02 to $3.27 per gallon. Iowa retail diesel dipped $0.06 to $4.20 per gallon compared to $3.37 last year. Diesel prices nationwide averaged $4.63 per gallon. Wholesale ethanol held steady at $2.16. As for heating fuels, propane prices were down $0.01 to $1.93 per gallon. Home heating oil dropped $0.15 to $3.50 per gallon. And natural gas prices at the Henry Hub reporting site fell $0.28 to $3.36 per MMBTU. And it is time now for a quick break here on KCIM. When we come back, more news is on the way right after this. Less calories and fat, and oh so delicious. It's what every light bread wants to be. Leave it to the bakers of Village Hearth to have the perfect recipes that pack goodness and flavor into every package while still keeping it trim. With Village Hearth Light Bread and Buns, you can lighten up on the calories and fat without losing out on the great taste. There's simply more to savor and nothing to sacrifice. With our light wheat, light 12-grain, and light Italian bread and buns, there's a light, tasty favorite for everyone in the family. Village Hearth making our best for you. Tune in each Saturday and Sunday morning at 7.50 for Crusaders Corner. We'll be talking to teachers and students about what they're doing and learning each week. Crusaders Corner is brought to you by Poet Bioprocessing of Coon Rapids, one of the most efficient ethanol production facilities in the U.S. Go Crusaders! Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. Carroll City officials invite the public to attend a meet-and-greet reception tomorrow evening to hear from the finalists in the community search for a new city manager. Earlier this week, Fairfield City Administrator Aaron Coyker, Glidden City Administrator Brooke Peterson, and Lakeview City Administrator Scott Peterson were announced as the top candidates identified by the Carroll City Council and Midwest Municipal Consulting. The finalists will be available from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. on Friday at the Santa Maria Winery in Carroll to share their experiences and answer questions from attendees. Formal interviews are scheduled for Saturday, January 14th. Interviewers include panels consisting of city council members, department heads, city staff, and community leaders. City officials expect to make a hiring announcement in the weeks following the last round of interviews. The marketplace open enrollment period for people who don't have health insurance ends coming up this weekend. Regional Administrator Sharon Graham says there's still time to get signed up.
2: It's ending on January 15th, so that's this Sunday, January 15th. And that will be the last time that people can enroll in quality, affordable health coverage for this year with coverage effective on February 1st.
0: She says a new law provides more help for those seeking insurance
2: and they may find that they're available for um, even more financial assistance than before. And when you go to our website at healthcare.gov, it's a really straightforward application. You'll need some information that includes, for example, your family size and your tax records because you'll need to enter your income.
0: Graham says if you're not comfortable signing up online, you can call 800-318-8259.
2: That number is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and even has up to 200 different languages available for people. And then lastly, if people do want um, an option to meet with somebody face-to-face, we have counselors who are right there in the community called Navigators and Assisters. And you can find one right there in your community by going to healthcare.gov and selecting the button that says Find Local Help. And then you can find a navigator in your community to help you sign up, too.
0: She says the window to sign up closes Sunday.
2: After January 15th, it's only with based on an exceptional circumstance, like perhaps if you move, for example, or if you have a situation change in your family, that you might be able to sign up for
0: health coverage. She says you should go to healthcare.gov as soon as you can and review the options available before that deadline. And the head of the Federal Consumer Product Safety Commission says a ban on gas stoves is being considered as evidence mounts of potential risk to human health. A study released last month found that about 13% of childhood asthma cases nationwide can be blamed on indoor use of gas stoves. Iowa Congresswoman Ashley Henson, a Republican from Marion, says the proposed ban is absurd.
2: I know many families who cook with gas, who heat their homes with gas, um, to ban gas stoves. It's just a completely out-of-touch idea. It just is right along with a a lot of the other things we've seen come out of this administration. They want to control the cars we drive. They want to control what we eat, how it's grown, and now even the way
0: Iowans are cooking their food. Henson says the nonsense ban would have a big impact on many Iowans as roughly four in every ten Iowa households cooks on gas stoves.
2: It will disproportionately hurt our rural and low-income Americans, and we are focused on doing what the American people want us to do. The Biden administration should be focused on that. They should be focused on reducing inflation, securing the border, focusing on common-sense energy policies, not on banning gas stoves. It's a ridiculous idea.
0: A report from the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences says fine natural gas particulates have also been linked with higher rates of dementia and Alzheimer's disease. The American Gas Association has pushed back on the ban proposal, saying that gas stove emissions are similar to those created when cooking with electric stoves. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM noon news for Thursday, January twelfth, twenty 2023. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com or through the Carroll Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.